comic books, movies, TV, and more. Nerds are everywhere. It's time to assemble! Nerds United, a jittery monkey podcast. Here's your host, Greg Mahachko. Hello and welcome to a brand new Nerds United here on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. And for those of you with the benefit of the internet, that didn't make any sense, YouTube as well, youtube.com slash Nerds United. I'm pretty sure that's it. Anyway, uh, my name is Greg Mahachko and joining me as always, the co-host of the year, you know him, you love him. He is Sir Luther of Luthington, Mike Luther. Uh, there's there's no chance that our, that our YouTube is youtube.com slash nerds united because we don't have enough subscribers to to make it like that. Maybe so. Ours, ours is youtube.com forward slash probably a seven three four one two variety of, of letters and numbers. Yeah. But maybe, uh, yeah, maybe someday, Mike, maybe someday you know? we were talking about how we could get more uh, subscribers on, on YouTube. And and uh, the idea was to send me out there, uh, Bert Kreischer style without a shirt. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nobody wants to see that. I it, Well, like, hey, look, it, wor- it worked for Bert. You know? It did. But he was also like funny. True. True. Yeah. He, uh, he's fairly funny. You know? He had stories to guy. tell. Yeah. I, true. I, I mean, I have some stories to tell i just don't know if anybody wants to hear them. <laughs> i have, have we talked about his uh, most recent special that's on netflix no no i know we haven't uh was it razzle dazzle yes okay have you seen I it not check i know and i have i started watching it and then i and then i w- went on to something else i gotta say there's a uh, a story in there about like a raffle like mm-hmm. a fundraiser raffle i was dying Okay, like, I, I, like, I do have to check it out. It, it's such a great story. Um, I'm not even going to try to, uh, you know, I it, it would be a complete disservice if I even tried to get into the the uh, plot of that. It's it's a very it's so like <laughs> I I, I want to go back and watch that that story now. Um, is it up there with like the machine story? I don't know. It's a different type, but it has has a little bit of a. Uh, a vengeance, but a lot of heart behind it. So okay, I'll, so I'll definitely, I, I definitely need to check it out. I saw his, his, his the, the, the try that again. The special he had before, uh, I forgot what it was called, and it was, that was that one was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, have you gone and seen stand up at any point in time? Like I have, uh, with some you know more prominent acts and some more mm-hmm. not as prominent. Uh, so um, there is a a comedian from my hometown of new Baden, who's a few years uh, older than us. Uh, and he's kind of, I don't know, he's a buddy of mine. Uh, but, but, uh, he used to do the Clinton County comedy tour. Right. Right. And so I did that, uh, and made uh, a, a new friend through that. Who's a comedian who has been on Letterman, uh, you know, when Letterman was a thing and, uh, uh, you know, he's, he continues to tour, but my wife and I also went up uh, a couple of times when we lived out in Salem up to Effingham. Okay. And saw one time we saw Brian Regan, Oh, nice. I love him. And the other time we saw Ronnie Carrington. That name sounds really familiar. You think of like blue collar comedy tour, but no. like with, with a lot more swear words. Okay. That's kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> um, going back to the Clinton County comedy tour, though, yeah. 
Uh, you're talking. Are you talking about John Garrett, right? I am talking about John Garrett. Okay, that's what I thought. I didn't. I didn't know he was still touring. I didn't know. I because I know he had been on the podcast a year ago. Yeah, several, several years ago. Yeah. It's, okay, time flies, I guess. Um, and I don't think I don't know if I don't think know if he's you know he, like I said he was a comedian one time. I think he's done more podcasting. He wrote the book. Um, yes, book yes. What's the What's Your And book? Mm-hmm. Um, but the other uh, comedian I'm I'm talking about is Keith Alberstadt. Uh, who has uh, who's very funny works clean um, but you know kind of really gets the most out of out of his stuff so um, a lot of times I'll see you know because we're we're Facebook friends which is you know not as impressive I'm not Facebook friends with Brian Regan but I'm Facebook friends with Keith Alberstadt which is still pretty cool (laughs) Uh, but uh, you know so I'll see some of his like reels and things pop up and so I always give him a like to try to you know bump him up a little bit in the in the consciences so real, real real good guy I definitely want to go see more stand-up comedy. I, God, this is honestly 20 years ago, maybe slightly less than that. There was in Fairview, O'Fallon, somewhere there had there was like a funny bone, mm-hmm. and and we saw some amateur comedians there. It was uh, in the, I think it used to be a Ramada Inn. Yeah, with the TGF Fridays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that place is completely. It's something, it's something completely something else. Now. They tore it all down. Yeah. And built a new TGF Fridays. Yes. Uh, went there and that was, that was good. And, but, and then uh, let's say last year I went and, with a couple of friends and saw Tom Segura. Oh yes. Yes. And then in October I'll be seeing Nate Bargetzi. So. And he had to add, I think another show or two shows. I, oh, he's had several shows. I, I want to say at least, at least two to the St. Louis one. That's that's gonna be a good time. I'm oh yeah. I'm very excited for you mm-hmm. and and a little bit jealous. Well yeah, I, under, understandable. But um, I do like his special. I, I do yes. watch his special. And I saw I didn't watch the video. I know it's on YouTube in its entirety, and I like I queued it up and then uh didn't hit play because it was on my laptop, but I I'm gonna pull it up on YouTube on my TV sometime. But it's Nate Bargatze like maybe 20 years ago, like with a 22 minute comedy central <laughs> special. Okay. Oh, nice. And it's like, you almost like that's, that's him. It, Cause I, it, I'm guessing a little bit heavier, just a little yes, bit heavier and yes. no beard, no beard, yeah. more hair. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. Have you seen that one? I, I have, I, I don't think I've seen that full one, Um, but I've seen a lot of his older mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I got you. Yeah. But you know, that's, and again, he's the kind of comedian that like, Theoretically, I could have on the TV with when the kids are around because oh yeah, he's not he's not like what is it? If you're working blue, you're you're foul mouth or is working green? I can't remember the. I don't I don't remember. Um, here we go. Working blue. Uh, ranges uh from bordering, uh. On blue comedies, also referred to as bodiness or being body. That doesn't. I would have to look up what body meant. Uh, form is off color, indecent. Blue comedy is the form of off color, indecent, or risque. Um, so th- that's, yeah, that's the the not so. Yeah, so if you work green, then it's more age or all of all ages. You would think so. working green was like working like outside, like environment they gotta have something that, that wouldn't make sense if somebody said i'm working green 
I'll be like, oh, you're doing shows outside? Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, Dave Chappelle did some of those during the pandemic, he I did. remember. Yeah. Um, and you would think now in, in the world of like the red band trailers that they would change it to like work in red. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you're that working red, then you're pushing the envelope. Yeah. You're, so cool. Well, man, I, I do. I, I really enjoy stand-up comedy. Um, I have on my phone a couple of comedy special like albums one is mike berbiglia uh, and i really like his way of of presenting because he, he tells a long-form story mm-hmm. and it weaves in and out but is really comical in his approach and i also have a um chris hardwick uh comedy uh special yeah he, I, I mean i haven't followed him in a while not since he sold nerdist probably yeah um but this special is i'm gonna pull it i'm i'm only pulling it up for the sake of i can't remember what it's called and i want to um but i remember him uh fun comfortable okay yes and this is hard to believe this this album this comedy special seven years old (laughs) wow yeah yeah what's really crazy is i can tell you what i was doing the first time like when i downloaded it and listened to it and that was uh i was driving the water truck oh, okay i found it kind of you know a couple years after its release mm-hmm. and so i i yeah so i had the uh water truck and i remember specifically i was out in like west part of st louis and i remember specific moments of, of the album where like i hit pause go make my water delivery. And I remember it was like an apartment complex. Don't ask me how, like this is all really random information. Uh, But at the same time, you know, it was super funny. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't even know. Like I said, I don't really follow him. So I I could be way off. I don't even know if he does stand up anymore or if he's just like hosting shows now. I I don't know. And I stopped listening to the ID 10 T podcast, you know, a couple of years back too. So it's, I got a lot of podcasts, so it just kind of became too much. <laughs> I, I'm I'm the same way. I I was I was pretty faithful to Nerdist. I want to say I really enjoyed they even when they didn't have any guest on any celebrity guest, when it was just the three hosts, and they called it something. I couldn't I can't remember what they called it, um, but I really enjoy, I really enjoyed that th- those episodes. And then yeah, once ID10T came around, I think I might have listened to a handful yep. of episodes and then I just stopped because same same with you. Same with a lot of the podcasts like I, I listen to. It's like there's just so many. Right. I, I I have to move on. So there's so many podcasts out there. That's tough for little guys like you and me to get our fair share. Yeah. So, so all you celebrities go do the things that you got famous for and leave the podcast room to uh nobody's like us. Or just come on our podcast. That too. I'd be fine. You know, yeah. we don't need to sink all ships to raise ourselves. We just yeah. need you on to elevate our, no. Okay. Yeah. So let's move on. Mike, as we yeah. tend to start out uh, most of the episodes uh, after a little friendly banter and this time again, dipping into the uh, stand-up comedy realm, which is pretty great. And thank you for introducing me to Tom Segura. Uh, so I've seen some of his specials on Netflix as well. Uh, but we typically start the show with uh, what we've read and or watched. And I know for a fact that you have read and or watched more things than me. So I thought what I might do is just mention that one little thing that I've watched and then okay. get the heck out of the way. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or sorry, not watch read. Uh, so I read last weekend pretty much in one. Well, we'll say maybe a, a day or a day into night, uh, but finishing it over, over last weekend, whatever it was, um, 
it, it's a story from Marvel on which a current sh- series is very loosely based upon. <laughs> and that uh, book that I read was Secret Invasion, Brian Michael Bendis. Nice. Um, what did you think? Well, uh, as is, I guess, my way, mm-hmm. it built up quite a bit. And I, I, I did find the the ending very anticlimactic. Okay. I wish I could agree or disagree with you, and I, I can't because I have read it, and I do not remember it at all. It's um, So for those of you who don't know, what is Secret Invasion about? I've never heard of the show or the series or the book. Uh, scrolls have infiltrated. Now, in the show, they anticipate that there's millions of scrolls uh, all over. Uh, and we found out in one of the more recent episodes. I don't know if you've been watching the show. Yes, yes. Okay, so we know uh, that uh, Rhodey, uh, Colonel James Rhodes, is uh, a scroll. We don't know for how long. Spoiler, um, I guess. I can't, you know, why not? <laughs> I mean, look, the, if they're w- watching or listening to this before they watch Secret Invasion, then their priorities are out of whack. And that's saying something because Secret Invasion, I think, is just okay. I don't know if that's uh I don't know your thoughts on secret invasion. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's fine. You know, um, I, 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 it's not superhero fatigue or anything like that. It's no, I, I, I don't know what it is, but like when they first started coming out with, uh, Marvel or yeah, I guess Marvel TV on Disney plus, however you want to say it, you know, I was excited. Like I would be watching them like at three o'clock in the morning when they yeah. came out. And now it's more like, Oh yeah, there's a new episode on. All right, I will. I got, I got nothing to do right now. Let me check it out. We used to a couple of years back in my office uh, on a Friday when the boss wasn't around. A uh, coworker had like a, I guess like an Apple box or something. You know, you could plug in. We had an overhead projector, and he plug it in. So like we would have watched Wandavision, mm-hmm. like when we had you know, an hour late on a Friday afternoon, something like that, we'd watch it. And that was, of course, when it came out on Fridays. Now everything jumps on, on Wednesdays. But uh, so, yeah, we used to, like, really kind of devote time and, and yeah. make an effort to. And now it's, I, I think, I don't, yeah, I don't know if it's superhero fatigue or, or you know, you know, Marvel fatigue or whatever, but maybe it's just, um, and, and I hope I'm not defining something by, you know, but it's like there's just an awful lot. And maybe, maybe I think there's just an overall, just an awful lot of content. Um, and, and so I, again, not to say it's necessarily the superhero element of it, but there's just, there's a lot to watch. Uh, yes. I, I, I would agree with you, but I also a part of it is I think there hasn't been really strong links between the TV shows and the movies. Now that's going to change. I think with, with uh, the marbles, right. Um, I, I think people are going to need need to know slightly more about Ms. Marvel, so maybe they can go and, and watch the TV show. But as as of right now, there hasn't there hasn't been, in my opinion, a movie where you're watching it, and if you hadn't watched the TV show, well, you know, then you go like, ah, I don't even know what's going on here. I would say the only, maybe the closest mm-hmm. closest exception would be WandaVision and Doctor Strange Two. I was kind of thinking that, you know, because I guess if you hadn't watched WandaVision, the last time we saw Wanda, she was good. Right. I believe, you know. So, yeah. Well, it, you know, and, and to that end, and I'm, I'm trying to pull up a, a list of, of everything 
All right, so we've had. I mean, let's let's just look at the list. Gosh, there's a lot. Uh, oh yeah. Um. All right. So, uh, She-Hulk hasn't appeared anywhere else. Nope. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier haven't seen it either of them. No. Uh, now, now, we, we, now we will have a, a, a new. We have Captain America: uh, Brave New World Order, Brave or whatever it's called. Yep. Yeah. But we haven't seen them yet. Right. Yes. Yes. Uh, Hawkeye. Haven't seen him since the no. series. No. Moon Knight. Loki. Uh, so you're right. I mean, they haven't made a concerted effort to write Link. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess you could say on the back end. You know, we had Falcon Winter Soldier, which you know piggybacked off of the events of Endgame, but right. nothing that gets you excited for that next chapter uh, with the except, you know, again, depending on who you're talking to and, and like WandaVision, which of course led into uh, all in, in all or part into Dr. Strange uh, too. And then Ms. Marvel, who will of course, you know, be reprising that character uh, November ish 17th, I think yeah, somewhere around um, in Marvel's. So, and also, I'm wondering, and I was just kind of thinking about this today, I, as far as superhero fatigue goes, I, for me, I don't know if it's necessarily too too much content or too much like individual content, meaning that, so example, uh, uh, Shang-Chi. I forget when Shang-Chi came out. I'm, was it 2018? No, it was... Uh, or 2020, 2020, maybe? 2021. The okay. twins were around already. Okay, okay. Oh, perfect. 2021, right? It came out. There's not another like there's not chong chi 2 in the works until after 2025 yeah and it might be with after striking and right striking all that it might be 2026 2027 or whatever so we're having these long um breaks in between characters you know it was um let's see iron man came out in 08 Mm -hmm. iron man 2 was 11 i believe yeah and then you had avengers in 2014 is that right? Wow. I think so. I don't know. But yeah, yeah, and then Avengers. Yeah, and yeah, because it started off really that you had Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor. 12. Those I'm sorry. Gosh, 2012 for the Avengers. 2012. Okay. Okay. That's, uh, yeah. Ultron, Age of Ultron was 2015. So, okay. So, I thought even like 14 didn't seem right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, uh, Secret Invasion. That's what All I right. read. <laughs> okay, let me. I'll kind of since I, I since I read a lot, I'm I'm kind of going to go quickly through them. Do you want me to start with the last one I sent you or the first one I sent you? Uh, you you just say it. Okay. I'll throw. Them. I don't have pictures for all of them, so we'll do our best. Okay. Uh, Middle West book three. Right. Perfect. Got one for that. Yeah. Uh, that one I, I had read book one and two. Uh, I don't know a year or two ago. So when I picked up book three, I. I didn't exactly remember what it was about, but I kind of figured it out and, and I've enjoyed it. I, I think I said in the very beginning that when I, when I was reading book one, that you could make like a kind of a Disney uh, story over this. Um, you would have to change a lot of the words, <laughs> right. you know, because it's, it's a, uh, it, it can, it can border on the R rated. Do you think maybe uh, prime? Maybe prime. Yeah. Because Prime yeah. has shown, you know, with at least with their like adaptions of the boys, that they're okay. Yeah, but this one isn't as not even close to as vulgar as the boys are in Vince sure. like that. It's it's more of like uh, a teenager who's just learning to swear. That's what it reminds me of, you know. 
been there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next one is uh, uh, by Al Ewing and Simon DeMeo. We only find them when they're dead. Uh, this is book one, I believe. It said somebody, yep, book one, The Seeker. All right. Now, let me say about this one. I, I don't know why, but I just couldn't get into this one as much as I thought I was going to. Yeah. Yeah. It was the same for you. It, it, it took an awful lot of like focus. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know why. I could see somebody absolutely loving this book. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm not, I'll never discourage. Is that a word? Uh, not encourage uh, somebody to go out and read comics. Uh, this one, I, I, I'm, I'm not planning on getting booked to. I'll just put it that way. But I, I again, I could see somebody. It's it's sci-fi. It's the animation. Oh, not animation. Well, I, I say animation because it kind of reminds me of animation. The art style on it is, yes. is fairly good. But yeah, I just couldn't get into it. So the one I could get into, though, is the next one. And that is Strange Adventures. Ah, yes. I uh, Last time I, I talked, I think it was last time, uh, time before last, I can't remember, we were talking about rebooting the CW-verse or the Arrowverse, um, and I mentioned Strange Adventures, and I was only a ha- not even halfway through when I when I said that would make a good TV show. I, I agree with myself that it would make a TV good TV show. And yes, probably 10, 12 episodes, right? And yeah, 10 episodes was a filler like they do on you know Arrow and Flash. In really smallville it right um and to to your point i think they could really do it justice by uh and i i mean it's a bigger book yes you know so i i think it's more than 12 issues yeah um, but like just do like a not maybe not necessarily like a shot for shot but hbo max or i'm sorry i guess max would be a good landing spot for like all right however many issues it is that's how many episodes or you know like maybe do two issues to an episode and, and do 12 or 15 episodes, a little mini series, because you're right. It's such a unique story. Uh, Tom King at his finest. Yeah. And, but, and here's the thing too, this isn't like the, the end all be all of, uh, of God, now I forget his name. Adam, Adam Strange. Strange. I was thinking Tom Strange. Cause you said Tom King. I was like, no, that's not right. Adam Strange. <laughs> that's there. There's more adventures. Okay. He has. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it, there's, Tom Tom Strange, right? It's Adam Strange. No, I know, but who, who's the Tom? Was is there a Tom Strange? They're probably somewhere out there. Tom Strange, if you're if you're watching this. Oh, okay. I was thinking. I don't below. know. I don't know why. I was thinking Tom Green. Oh, Tom Green. If you're also watching this, comment below. Subscribe. You remember Tom Green, right? Yes, of course. Okay, just make yeah. sure. Um. So back to Strange Avengers. Yeah. Uh, honestly, even before. Okay. Spoiler alert for this book. I'm gonna say. Uh, even before kind of the twist, I was like, this guy's not a good guy. He just, yeah. it's not. And I'm like, I don't, I don't see how he is thought of as a hero. And, you know, so, uh, next one, Ghost Rider. Unchained. Unchained Melody. <laughs> You're not allowed to do that in pottery class. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There will be no ghost references. Um, this is a good one. This is, the, I think, the first Ghost Rider um, uh, a book I've read. I believe it was Johnny Blaze. That wasn't a different guy. Yeah, um, you're right. Yeah, it's 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 fine. You know, 
I don't know if I have it downstairs or if you have it at your house, but I remember you mentioning Cosmic Ghost Rider at one point in time. I don't think I have Cosmic Ghost Rider. Okay, I think, maybe. I think we saw that they were there. There was a new series out that was Cosmic Ghost Rider. Okay, that might be right. Yes. And then last but not least, I continued with Sweet Tooth right there. Book two, enjoying it still. Hold that cover up again. Yep, I gotcha. So I was I was looking as you know people who are watching this know, and you know how like on the right side of the book it has like the the sawtooth type of ridges on it. Yeah, or like cut out. I was like, oh, I don't. I was trying to find the cover. And I was like, oh, I, I. It looked like it was not supposed to be there. Oh. So I did, that's why I don't have a good sweet tooth photo. So I'm sorry to you. I'm sorry to the viewers. That's quite all right. Uh, this. Uh, it, if you've watched the uh, the Netflix series, you got a very general idea of it. Very, very general. But this is, I mean, they, they're starting to go in different directions. I mean, look, even book, book one, they're going in di- different directions. They, they got kind of names of characters, really. Mm-hmm. That's 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 about it. Uh, like I think I said last time, uh, Sweet Tooth or, or Gus, I just seems dumber in the book. I don't know why oh. he does. Um, uh, uh, big man, or, or, or I think they rarely call him big man. Jeffert is what they call him in the book. He's very violent, very brutal. Um, he's yeah, he's protecting Sweet Tooth, but it's I don't. He's sort of a good guy. He uh, maybe he has good intentions. I'll say. And then just like in the season two of the series, at the end they're talking about going to Alaska. And it's the same in this book. They're talking about going to Alaska. So, Yeah, but that's what I have read so far. Now, we're going to break up this next segment a little bit because the next segment is like, what have we watched or things that stood out that we've watched? Mm-hmm. And we're going to really come back to something that you watched uh, a week ago. But I want to talk about, and it's going to lead into uh, our next topic a little bit. Uh, within the last two weeks, I have started and completed two full seasons of a show that's available on prime video. Okay. Called upload. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. And, uh, upload stars, Robbie ML, which is Stephen ML's brother, who I believe was on, uh, arrow or the flash. Uh, oh, so is it his brother or his cousin? I believe brother. Okay. Sweet. So upload is imagine a world where, you can basically upload your consciousness before you die. And uh, you get, there's like a digital afterlife for you that you can still interact with people who are alive. There's 24 hour customer service. If you have an issue uh, and you know, like I was like, okay, well I, I the, 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 the premise is intriguing. And, and I saw, you know, like again, as I've been finding things uh, randomly through these Facebook reels, and it was a little clip, I said, what the hell? What is this? And, and through the comments, so I said, upload. And then as I, I started watching it, again, the premise is wild, you know, and and in our society, I don't know if it would ever actually take off, um, but th- it did ring to mind, you know, you have basically for the wealthy you know, they can reserve Lakeview and, and uh, you know, they can have all of their, their afterlife desires and things like that. And I got to thinking, I'm like, 
Mike, have you ever thought about what heaven's like? Uh, have I thought about? I mean, I, nobody knows. Nobody whether, knows. You know. Um, I, I, yes, yes, I have. Short, short answer. Yeah, I have. What do you think heaven's like? I, I think you would have to change constantly because I don't think there is anything that's like would be if, if again, if I don't, you know, I don't know if, if there was something that was for eternity. Mm-hmm. I think no matter what it even if you're like right now, what I would absolutely love is this an eternity of it after a thousand, five thousand years, you might get sick of it. Pepperoni so I, pizza. I think you. I think you would absolutely have to change constantly, right. you know, and then your mind would have to get rebooted. Or you don't remember it. And, you know, there there are elements uh, like that in the show upload where, you know, people who are, you know, deceased can, you know, bring a little excitement into their lives by uh, having an AI baby. OK, yeah, I think okay. in the afterlife, things like that. Um, so I've always thought you, one of the one of the uh, aspects of this show upload that I found intriguing was like the the customizable version of heaven right okay. like it can you can kind of create it whatever you want and i always thought and i i think part of me is like stuck as a 13 year old kid in this like when my grandpa died is man i, th- I think i think heaven's gonna be like you know where you can you know see all your loved ones again and like i can go fishing with my grandpa again you know and things like that and uh uh the dog that i, I remember as a little kid and and lucky who you know we we lost a few years ago and and uh uh you know like i, I just see all my loved ones and and you know all, all the all the people that i've known yes yeah I, oh absolutely yes perfect um but with that though would you because you mentioned 13 would you be 13 in there or do people so. see you as do people see because because uh, or do people see you as 13 like do you see your grandpa as not the age he was when he passed away do you see him younger I think it, like I would, I would, you know, depending on what age I am when I die, I'd probably not like to be sixty when I'm in heaven for the entire time. I, and I think there's a world, and and I don't know how, like I would want mm-hmm. others to see me, but I do think that you know, it, look in in heaven, and if heaven's perfect, and then I think you see everybody like the way you best remember them. Okay, so like you know, like my grandpa, even though I may be you know, like older than 13, like he'd be like the, you know, so I, I remember two different aspects of my grandpa. Uh, there, there's, there's the before and after there's before he shaved his mustache and after. Okay. okay. And like, he's still my grandpa and he's still great, but like before mustache was, you know, that's my earliest memories of grandpa and, and, and some of my best memories. So I'd probably like, you know, if I was customizing grandma, like mm-hmm. mustache, you know, that type of stuff. So I think, I think they're, they're, you know, again, like you said, we don't know, but I think there's a way where, you know, like uh, if it were up to me, I'd be like, let's, let's make this about 40 or 50 pounds lighter, Greg. Yeah. I'd, I'd, be, I'd be the same for me. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, interesting. Uh, so you, you, how many seasons did you watch of it? Two seasons, two seasons are up, two seasons, uh, two seasons are out. They're both available. Uh, I, it's called a comma comedy drama. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we talked about this with, uh, the bear, uh, oh, yes. which was, I think half labeled a comedy. I was like, Ooh, I don't know about the bear. There are some genuinely funny moments in upload, but there's also some, uh, thrilling adventure type of, of action and things like that. So uh, I really recommend it. Good. Good. Awesome. Um, 
Uh, before we, because I, I saw a movie, but I don't know if we want to talk about that necessarily right now. I'm trying to think of what I've watched. I'm caught up on Secret Invasion. I just started season five of What We Do in the Shadows on on Hulu. I think we talked about most most of my hand last last time. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I did finish that today. Okay, nice, nice. Oh, uh, with that, uh, oh my god, because I was now I was thinking about it yesterday for some reason. I don't know why, but one of the guys on there who talked about when he was on a bus or something like that and he was crying. Do you remember what I'm talking about? And and somebody came up to him and said, boys, don't cry. Like he was trying to... There, this, Nitro. Nitro, okay. Talking and about boys, dad, don't yeah. Cry. Yeah, and then at the end, you know, he was talking like how how that affected him and everything, mm-hmm. you know, saying like, because he always... Then he always had to try to be tough and everything. And then I think at the end, I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to get this quote wrong. He said something like, um, I, I realized that boys don't cry, but uh, like men do or something yeah. like that. And I was like, well, I like that. I like that. Yeah. You really, you know, come to, I really enjoyed American gladiators growing mm-hmm. up. Oh yeah. Same, you know, in, in syndication Saturday nights and, and even during the summer, like it, it'd be on a couple episodes back to back, you know, and then the summer, I believe it's on USA network, but that's really immaterial. Um, but you know, so I, I remember all of these characters yeah, uh, you know, uh, Gemini and Blaze and Nitro mm-hmm. and Laser and Tower and Ice, uh, Lace from the first season, Zap, uh, you know, and then you come to find out it, what was on the screen was a lot more fun than, you know, and it looked like they were having fun at times uh, off screen. Yeah. But then when when the hit the fan, you know, then it's like, huh, because uh, I was at the time I, I wouldn't didn't know anything about steroids. You know, right. So I wasn't thinking anything about that. I, you know, was even too young to understand what was going on, you know, because I wasn't paying attention. So I, I didn't, you know, read the headlines and things like that. So even like the WWF steroid trial, everything else, you know, McGuire, Canseco, none of that stuff. The, 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 how they did it was the furthest. It was just these, you know, David Goliath types of, you know, matchups. And more often than not, yeah, I rooted for the, the gladiators. Um, Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, they all had their issues going through the series and coming out of the series and be it addiction or, you know, you know, the uh, one thing I didn't think about as a kid was the injuries and, and that yeah. filming schedule, et cetera. So and they were talking about that U.S. tour and they did like 120, you know, cities in you know, almost 120 days. I was like, that is brutal. On oh, the yeah. body. You know, like no wonder, you know, they were taking pain pills and things like that just to cope. uh um, I don't want to get tackled on concrete. I can't imagine why anybody would. No. Um, so, it, but it was cool to see like how many of them, you know, kind of came out on the other side and are, you know, doing their thing and nitro or, or Dan Clark's a motivational speaker. And, uh, you know, they've all got families and, and by and large, they're all really happy. So, I mean, that's about all you can ask out of life. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so, uh, okay. I guess I'll just talk about the, the movie that I saw non-spoiler, no zero spoilers for this. Uh, I went and saw uh, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. Yeah, you know I what that means that there's never going to be a part two. They actually canceled it. It will. It's going to be forty years down the road, sure. like History of the World Part One and Part Two. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I should have looked it up because I'm like, I don't know if they had. They, I hope they have started filming it, or I hope, I hope it's already in the can. I, 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 I wish I hope it is, but I don't know. And I know again with the actor strike and, and writer strike, that's going to get postponed. Understandable. 
But uh, I, I will say it's, it's a long movie. Doesn't necessarily need to be. It's two hours and like 44 minutes, 45 minutes, let's say. Two hours, two and a half, yes. Uh, so they have uh, a release date for part two, mm-hmm. which is June 28th of next year. Yes. Uh, yeah. And so so I'm assuming they've already filmed it and maybe they're just I, I in post-production. So. Yeah. Um, so I would say is it two hours and 45 minutes in length? Uh, it could have probably been two hours and 30 minutes. Um, it is action packed, though. I mean, from start to finish, suspenseful. Um, the bad guys, the concept for it is fine. You know, um, cast is amazing. Uh, if, okay, I'll, I'll ask you this. If I mention a, an actor, like, do you know who's all in it? Like, do you know the cast? Is it, is it a spoiler? If I go blank, blank is in it. Well, I know spoiler. I know the uh, actress that, or I'm sorry, I guess actor mm-hmm. that they reached out to for Invisible Woman Sue Storm is in it because she was in Fallout. Okay, uh, and that's Vanessa Kirby. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. I think is Haley Atwell in there. Haley Atwell's in there. Yeah, she's uh, very good. Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg is in there. Yeah, the the classics are in there. Being, okay, so I don't. I don't I, so, I, okay, I, I'll just, enough, I'll, I don't know much about this newest movie. That That's fine. I will say this. Uh, God, now I'm forgetting her name. The girl who plays Mantis, Palm Clements? Yeah. Like that. I know exactly who you're talking about. Um, she, uh, uh, Cle- Clementif. Palm Clementif. She is in it. And again, I don't, this is not, I don't think this is anything for, for to do with the, I mean, it's to do with the plot, but I don't think it's a spoiler. She She's plays, a villain, right? Yeah, she plays a badass. I, I did hear that. In fact, I was watching it and I was like, oh, my God, she is good. And uh, I was with uh, a friend of mine and I was like, I can't believe how good she is. Like, she's a badass. As first was like, um, I don't know, who is she? I was like, she played Mantis. I'm like, so last time I saw her, she was like this childlike kind of goofy. Right. Meek. Yeah. Meek. And then in this movie, God damn. I'm like, wow. So, yeah. Yeah. and, and I will say, because obviously, when you go into a movie like this, and when it's part one, you know there's going to be a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. And there was several times where I'm like, "Wait, is this going to be the cliffhanger?" And then I had to like look at my watch, I'm like, "Oh no, there's an hour left." I, I don't know why this, <laughs> and, and I mean that in a good way, right, you know, right. to where the end is. Yes, it's a cliffhanger, but you also have a complete story. So, um, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. I, I'm glad I watched it. I've been. Uh, because I was I was debating on whether or not I wanted to go to the theater and see it, or if I wanted to wait till next year, to the when the second one's out, then like watch the first one. Yeah, yeah, no, that's you good know, point. And then, then go and, and watch the second. But I'll be watching this one again yeah, whenever it comes out on probably Paramount. Nice. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. So, um, and we'll we'll have more Mission Impossible towards the end of the show, uh. But before we do, let's hit some news and notes. So while we're talking about, Mike, uh, the theater, the theater, the theater, uh, we were gifted over the last couple of weeks since we last got together with some trailers for some things that are coming up soon. And while we're not going to play the trailers, I don't even have any images for it. Uh, we got a new trailer. I think the last trailer for Ahsoka. Yes. Which uh, was for, for me who just watched star Wars rebels earlier this year. I was like, Oh, okay. 
very excited uh, for uh, probably having watched Rebels. I think I'm more excited now for for Ahsoka than I was before. Okay. Uh, we also got a trailer actually just within the last uh, 24 or 48 hours for uh, Marvels. Yes. And what we learned there, I don't really know if we knew the specifics uh, beforehand about uh, Ms. Marvel, Captain Marvel, and uh, Photon, but apparently they switch places when they use their powers. So that's going to be interesting because how do you defeat enemies if you're bouncing all over the time or all over the place? So uh, that one comes out. We talked about that uh, in the middle of November. Yep. And the last trailer that we got, I already forgot, so I got to look back. Blue up. Beetle? I'm sorry? Blue Beetle. Did it? Was it? I thought we got that one. I thought we talked about that one before. Did we not? We, we might have. I mean, I know there was a Blue Beetle trailer. Well, it, I don't think it trailer. necessarily added much. I think that maybe we saw who the bad guy is, who, who is basically, uh, I think, Red Blue Beetle. Red, yeah, because that's how it works. So you, you have a you have a villain with the exact opposite. Um, yeah. I know the other. You're right. Blue Beetle. Uh, there we got that final trailer, and that's coming in August. Yes. Uh, so that one's very new. And the other one, I, I had to look back at our list, uh, and very quickly because it's not genre e is Napoleon. Oh yeah. And honestly, I thought because I saw it was an Apple film, I thought it would be coming to the Apple Plus, but it's actually right. going to theaters. Um, I think around Thanksgiving. So. There was something else, another uh, trailer that, and I can't remember it at all, which is going to be useless. But where I also thought it was going to, because it was Apple Plus, I'm like, oh, this is going to be on uh, Apple TV. But no, it's it's a movie. So I guess they're, they're doing that now. I don't know. Hey, I mean, Na- Napoleon has the look, and it's Joaquin Phoenix who has the the aura about him. Like that could, that, that might be going to theaters just to try to win some awards. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and I think based on the trailer, I think it's got a decent shot. It's, it looks phenomenal. I don't know how you are on historical dramas. Yeah, I'm sure they're, it would be fine. Uh, done, done directed by Ridley Scott, who of course gave us Blade Runner, uh, Gladiator. Um, now, obviously, while the story is centuries apart from from Gladiator, you definitely feel like the the cinematography uh, is is similar. So, um, no, very very intrigued in Napoleon. Probably not so much to go to the theater, which sounds horrible. Um, but still equally uh, very, very excited for, for that. And, you know, I'll, I'll watch Joaquin Phoenix do about anything except more Joker movies. It's just understandable. Yeah. And also, also understandable. not want to go to the theaters because those things get expensive. Yeah. And uh, our good friend, uh, close, close personal friend, Kevin Smith said that uh, theaters are getting kind of crazy with prices. And that's saying some, cause he owns one. Yeah. So. Yeah. He, he, yes, he owns a theater, but I don't know if they're, it's not like he's having new releases there. I think what they're doing there is showing film festivals movies, and film festivals and stuff like that. Special events. Now I know at least based on listening to his podcast, uh, Hollywood Babylon, I know on occasion they do some new movies, new releases, but he would say, yeah, you go into guardians of the galaxy and there's 15 people in there, but you know, the next night when we're showing Jaws, there's 200 people in there, you know, or maybe not exactly, yeah, Jaws, yeah. but you know, something like that, you know, bringing some of these classics back. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he, he again, Kevin Smith is a very niche individual and uh, uh, knows at least what the people want and will give him, do his best to give him that. So, and charge yeah. him eight bucks for a tub of popcorn. Yeah. That's criminal. Cool. Um, 
Well, let's talk about a few more news and notes, and then we do have like a, a main topic uh, for the night. This is old news, so I apologize again. We weren't here last week; uh, couldn't quite get together. Um, but last week we were gifted uh, a very special treat from the good folks at Sony uh, Pictures. I believe? No, I'm sorry. Who? Uh, Marvel Pictures. I forgot that they had changed hands or Fox or whatever. Anyway, I'll show the picture. Shut up. That's right. We've got Wolverine in the classic yellow and blue. Now, it's not spandex, Mike. Thank God. Thank God. But, I mean, you know, it's, it's honestly about as true to form, I think, as we're going to get. <laughs> and I think it looks good. It looks, I quote, unquote, tactical. Uh, tactical and practical, Mike. It is, yes. Um, as long as he's not fighting at night. You know, yeah. I mean, the the black leather would suit better at nighttime. Yeah, yeah. But you know, hey, look, I it sucks that this uh, is uh, being delayed because I was looking really looking forward to it. But I'll I'll see it eventually. Oh, all, all all in time, sir. All yeah, time. exactly. Something that you won't see eventually, or at least not in the near future, is uh, a Netflix live action He Man. Mm-hmm. Since they have scrapped, they put thirty million dollars into this, and they just said, "No, nope, not going to do it." I don't understand how corporations just piss away money. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I, I I guess in and maybe it's like, well, they put thirty million, but if they if they had to keep going, it would have been sixty million. So they said, you know, well, let's stop it now. Also, I think for a lot of CEOs, thirty million is nothing. Thirty million is like is somebody going, you know. I lost 20 bucks. You know, I need, I'm in the wrong business. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I need to get that corporate life (laughs) CEO level. Um, This is the photo that we're showing for those of you uh, who are only listening to the audio version of this and not on YouTube video that we're, or the picture that we're showing is that of, uh, of course, He-Man from uh, masters of the universe revelation on Netflix uh, I enjoyed the series. I'm excited for part two if we, never, we ever get it. I think we're supposed to eventually. Uh, I would hope so. All right. Uh, I'm looking over. I don't have any images for this, Mike, so this is no fun. Um, but we did get a little a little teaser from Prime Video mm-hmm. on Prime Day uh, last week about some upcoming projects that are set to hit before the end of this year and among them are gen v which is a a spinoff from the boys and uh the the vaught uh whatever i I can't think of the the serum or you know whatever it's called and more importantly i think this as weird as sounds we got a little little glimpse of reacher season two yes very excited i think that was december yeah, I'm I'm excited for both of them. Oh sure, sure, sure. Yeah, of course. Um, so somehow you getting even bigger. He said. I mean, you know, I'll it's that it's that peach pie mm-hmm. they finally got a piece of down in the end of season one. Absolutely, yes. Um, all right, so let's see. Just going over my list real quick here. Um, we. We mentioned a little bit about the actors track. Yeah, the actors went, uh, or I should say, went joined um, the writers on strike, which is I think the first time in forty six or sixty six or something like that years that both unions have have been on strike. Uh, it's getting serious now, folks. Mm-hmm. If you weren't paying attention before, 
Uh, I saw a video today or actually just tonight of um, can't remember the actor's name, but he played Roy on the office. And he said that he was kind of explaining that the streaming compensation model, at least for Netflix at the time, which is Netflix pays, uh, or I guess Paramount um, pays mm-hmm. the, the actors X amount of dollars for three month usage or rights okay. or whatever. But you know, it's on Netflix for however long, more people to watch it like the David, I think is the actor's name. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. he's like, whether 10 people or a million people watch it, like our, our compensation's not changing any. Uh, but the people who own the rights, which is paramount, they're making more and more and more money. I was like, yes. Okay. You know that that's, I can see how you have a beef with that, but all that stuff needs to be settled out in this new, new wave of technology. I don't know how, because studios don't like, don't like to give up money. Right. And actors want to feel appreciated. Well, and that's uh, com- you, you, compensated. Yeah. You say that it needs to be all figured out. And that's why they're on strike right now. Yeah. That's because this, the studios weren't figuring it out. And they, the studios were just, you know, saying, oh, oh well, um, it, it's no different. Like, it, it, you know, if you see, you know, a, a Mission Impossible a hundred times this month, they're going to make more money. Actor, actors are going to make more money. Right now, if you see, if you watch Mission Impossible Four on Paramount a hundred times this month, not the same, right? right? But it should be. It should, it should be comparable at least. Mm-hmm. You know. So I'm I, I'm obviously, and we both are on the the actors and the writers side, but I'm curious of how long it's going to be until like the general public is like, okay, come on, I want to see a new movie, a new TV show. I'm tired of these reality shows. Just you know what, you make millions. Just, just you, you should be fine. You know, to to which side? Which I, exactly I, I, the writers. I, I was gonna say, I think I think they'd say that to both sides. Like, look, you both are doing better than us. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Figure it out. Right. Uh, yeah, because I know uh, again the the actor who played Roy referred to himself. He's like he's like us blue collar actors. <laughs> and what I did, I I do way too often is I dipped my toe into the comment section and I oh, read yeah. somebody's like blue collar. Like I don't see you framing houses. <laughs> Like right, your character yeah. worked in a, in a warehouse or, you know, things like that. And, and, uh, you know, so it's, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, um, yeah, I, the, the greatest downside of all this is selfish as it sounds like now we're going to be subjected to more reality television. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but thankfully this show is already written, recorded, produced, edited, and ready to be rolled out on Monday. Futurama on Hulu. I'm so excited for this, Mike. You have no idea. I'm looking forward to it. Um, You know the Futurama is like my go-to. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll say you'll have new... Well, I was going to say you would have new shows to fall asleep to, but I think you'll fall asleep on your own just fine. You know. Two nights in a row, Mike, that I fall asleep in my chair and wake up at 2.30 in the morning. Yep. It's it's not my fault anymore. It's the chair's (laughs) fault. Well, no, little, my little bit of both. My goal is with the new episodes is like step out of order, mm-hmm. watch the new episodes. But when I go back to bed, watch the stuff that I've seen, you know, cycle through a few times already. So, because I, I can't I, fall asleep I, to the new episodes, Mike. That'd be rude. I, I you, you could, you know, you probably will. Uh, but I understand, you know, I, anything's possible. I, I like to fall asleep to old podcasts that I've listened to already. Oh, okay. So, yeah. I don't listen to podcasts more than once. Oh, okay. Well, 
So, but that, well, I, yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. That doesn't okay. count as a podcast. Okay. So, Mike, shall we get, uh, shall we get into our, our main topic now? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. And, and, uh, so as Mike mentioned just a few moments ago, is he went last week and saw Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning, uh, volume one, aka this one here. Yes. So he watched it. And, and you can see if you're again, if you're watching the video here, you can see Palm, uh, mm-hmm. it, looking like a, some type so of hot. European general and carrying a sword, it appears. Mm-hmm. Confirm or deny. Oh, yes. All confirmed. Uh, Haley Atwell, as you see here in the, in the photo as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson, Ving Rams. By the way, Ving Rams. Just God, I love the guy. Amazing. I love that man. Uh, Simon Pegg, who I first saw, probably like most of us, in uh, Shaun of the Dead. Yes. And who's really, I mean, he's Mission Impossible is a huge uh, franchise. He was, of course, uh, Scotty in the uh, relaunch of Star Trek that Scotty came out hardy. in 09. Not, not that one. Um, but, uh, uh, and then you see down here in the, on the bottom, you see uh, Vanessa Kirby, a.k.a. Yeah. the potential Sue Storm. Interesting. I like, I like it. Uh, and we talked about that a little bit last week. So um, we had an idea of debating movie years. Mm-hmm. And after Mike watched uh, Mission Impossible 6, a.k.a. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning, uh, Volume seven, 1. Seven, seven. Mission Impossible 7. Yes, you're right. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, I said, you know what? Instead, let's let's rank. Let's yeah. rank our, our Mission Impossible movies. So I have my ranking, I, Mike. I, I of, have my of, list. This, of the six that that we have both yeah. seen. I have yeah, not I'll, seen Dead Reckoning, so we're keeping that one off. Right, six. There's probably going to be spoilers in here, just so you know. And also, like I did a thing that kind of helped me out. I, I ranked them like one to five, like each individual. You know, like oh, this was one stars, five stars. And you can oh. do this when you're. I know we the the rankings doesn't necessarily matter, but as far as you know, what five means to what one means, right? I have this written down. So, like, if you're watching a movie, like, and I was ask you, like, oh, what do you, you know, what's upload on a scale of one to five? You can kind of tell me. Mm-hmm. So, five is holy shit, this is amazing. Okay. Four is wow, this is pretty damn good. Okay. Three is okay, this isn't bad. Two is eh, it's not great. Right. And then one is what the hell am I watching? Green Lantern? So you know, one to the scale one to five, you can you know, you know, you can figure out where 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 exactly it's it's at. Do should I read them again? Nope. Okay. Should I just get the, the the number one was what the hell am I watching? Green Lantern. And that's the Ryan Reynolds uh, Green Lantern, by the way. So, all right, you ready? <laughs> what, what what is your number? Because we're starting with the oh, actually number six. I almost said what's your number five. What's your number six? Your least my, favorite. My number six is Mission Impossible Two. I agree with you. Right. It's. I don't know if it's the haircut. It's, it's it's so two thousands, and it's so. I mean, it's John Woo directed it, and mm-hmm. you can tell. It, Look, I, I like the the basic premise of the mm-hmm. movie, which is, uh, you know, the the. Uh, being chimera i mean it, it, okay so of the six movies that you know i have that are out of theaters this is the only mm-hmm. one that i saw in theaters okay um and but 
but you know, it's, it's uh, deadly viruses and, and potential plagues. It, the best thing I think about uh, Mission Impossible 2 is the Metallica song that we got. Wait, did you uh, say that was the best thing? I think so. Maybe. And that's 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 setting the bar really, really low right there. It was a good Metallica song. Uh, sure. And I remember watching it uh, on the VM video. It was. Video. What, what's the. Is it the. Nah. So they have the, the Video Music Awards, which is the the music one right but they also have like the what's the what what were the mtv is it the mtv movie awards Mm -hmm. okay so metallica performed uh this song live uh on the mtv movie awards back in 2000 and and i i I feel like it was a rocking song i really enjoyed it then i really enjoy it now i'm pretty sure that um even though we have it low on our list uh mission boss 2 i think was the number one movie in 2000 i'm almost positive if not it was very close so, all right. So we both have the same number six. Mm-hmm. Uh, should I go with what my number five is? Yeah, let's do that. I want my number five. I have the very first Mission Impossible. Really? Yeah. Mission Impossible one. Okay. Huh. It was, look, it, it's uh, it, it, to me, it almost set the standard for what Mission Impossible was going to become. They hadn't, they haven't figured it out yet. Um, Tom Cruise in this one is, and it again the characters. There's a character arc not only for throughout the movie, but throughout all seven of the movies. You know, where he starts off very cocky, very arrogant. Um, the, the The writing was was fine. You know, it was it's it's a oh, hold on. Someone calling me today, Mike. It's ten o'clock at night. I, yeah, I, I never had a call from this person either. Um, anyway. Um, they uh, there, there, there was just a little, little, very little things in it that I was like, it, it's, it's fine, you know. There, there was a scene where in the in the very beginning where they're all talking, and it's supposed to be a scene to show you that, uh, hey, these guys have all been friends for a while, but they did the same thing that I, I, I it's, it's too fake where they're like, hey, you remember back in, you know. Uh, Fallujah when this happened and you're supposed to be like oh they've been friends and they've been on these adventures for a while but it just seems too fake um, again not and where, where did you have this one on your list did you have it at one you're number one okay I did and I'll tell you what I liked it, you're right it was the introduction and it was not everything was fully fleshed out but I like some of the, the small details of of you know, like the the spy game. Uh, for example, when when the mission goes wrong and everybody's scattered and most people are dead, uh, and, and Ethan Hunt's going back to the motel room, and I remember he uh, unscrews the the light bulb and crushes it in his jacket and and sprinkles it in the hallway so that he can hear. It's just like little 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 spy tips like that. Uh, you know, one one of the greatest I think regrets of of the franchise is that. Uh, you know, they, they killed off, uh, uh, Gordon Bombay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, very, very early. But for that movie to succeed, Ethan Hunt really had to be on his own. I mean, or, or, or at least not maybe not on Cause again, he found Ving Rhames and there's just, look, I mean, that was the start of the ridiculous stunts. The, the rappelling down in the, in the, uh, room that can't have any sound and can't have any heat, you right. know, or, or any pressure, you know, it, it, I think it set the bar now, Grant, they've 
up to the, <laughs> yeah. they continue to raise that bar, but you know, it has to start somewhere. We didn't talk about this in, in mission impossible two, but that really was Tom Cruise uh, at the beginning of the movie, just doing a, uh, like a free climb, you know, yes. on the, on a cliff face. Uh, and that's just the, it goes to show the crazy SOB that, that uh, Tom Cruise is, but you know, for a movie that came out now almost 30 years ago, mission impossible came out in 1996. Yes. We're um, 15. And, and you know, for whatever reason, you know, I, I, I go back to the, uh, uh, like just some of the, some, not all the dialogues great, but you know, when he's sitting at the uh, restaurant with Kittredge with the big, you know, fish tank and he's like, Kittredge, you've never seen me angry. And he smashes the gum and he puts it on the tank and, and it explodes. And he, you know, there's just so, so much about that movie that I just, I really look back very fondly. So, so yeah, um, you know, spoilers, that's my number one. <laughs> okay. That's fine. I've also, I, I should point out, I have seen all six of these movies within the last week. Cause I had, I have seen one of them in the last week. Okay. So, so you're basing it off and no, there's no wrong way to do this. I'm basing it off recency mm-hmm. and you're basing it off like what you remember about it. Real, realistically, I've probably seen Mission Impossible 1 the most. Understandable, um, yeah. And, and I used to at one point own Mission Impossible 2. <laughs> okay, okay. Mate. Um, so, yeah. So you tell me what your number three is then. My number three is actually... You mean my number five? Oh, yes, yes. Sorry. Yes. Okay. You're fine. My number five is actually number five, and that's Rogue Nation. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, for look, nothing specific about it. I know this is the one with the crazy plane stunt, uh, you know, where he's hanging on the, the side of, you know, as the plane is taken off again, Tom Cruise is a madman. It, it, aside from that, not enough of this stands out, uh, to me, which again, you had the benefit of watching them all very recently and I don't, but I don't. I don't dislike number two. I just don't think of it as finally number five just kind of is there for me. So interesting because the mission impossible five is my number one. Oh, okay. So apparently I need to go back to the drawing board. <laughs> I, I just, this is honestly for me, it, this is obviously a buildup of four and they've, they've got the good team together. They've got the the stunt the the amazing stunts. They've got the 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 um you don't know what's kind of happening for sure type of thing. Um, and I forget if it's this one. I, I actually I think it's number three. I'm not sure. But at one point in time, there's one where everybody's wearing a mask. You have literally right. it's, it's almost like this is the scrolls. You just yeah. have no clue <laughs> who is doing what. You know, everybody takes their they have masks on top of masks. Yeah. But yeah, Rogue Nation. I and and again, I, and I was telling you this off air. My top three are kind of interchangeable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had this one as my number, my number one, and my number three was number four. Number four. Number four. Yeah, number four. four. Wait, wait, six, five, four. Yeah, number four was Mission Impossible Three. Okay. Oddly enough, that's my number two. Okay, I would say for this one, this is when, as I'm watching it, I realize this is when they are starting to get everything together, meaning they're figuring out what this Mission Impossible franchise is going to be. And at this point in time, they, I think they know it's going to be a franchise. 
I think Tom Cruise is figuring out, finally starting to figure out who Ethan Hunt is as a character. Mm-hmm. They're getting the team together. Now, Ving Grams has been in since the first one. Right. I think this is the one that Simon Pegg first came in, which I hadn't realized that. I think I thought he had came in for like number four or something, but he was briefly in this, or at least he was introduced in this one, I think. So they're slowly starting it to, to, uh, to get everything together. The, the reason that this one for me is number two is because of the villain. Philip Seymour Hoffman is a nightmare. Um, you know, he has, and I'm not going to try to do a Philip <laughs> Seymour Hoffman voice, but he, he he's like, he, the line of questioning is, you got anybody that you love? Well, I'm going to find them and I'm going to hurt them. You know, yes. and and it's that that kind of like very grounded, very real threat. Like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go blow up the moon. Right. I'm gonna go find that person that you love. Yeah, and I'm gonna make you wish make make you wish that they had never met you, type of thing. And that was, you know, again, it's for me. And I don't think you know, just for me, like I'm not carrying that, but. But a hero can only be as good as the villain, mm-hmm. and Philip Seymour Hoffman w- might be, honest to God, the best villain in any of these movies. He's definitely there, there's yeah, very arguable to say that he's uh, um, the, one of the, the, the best villain. It, there's one go, for, for me. It's, it's it's he's top two for sure. Okay. Yeah. And I also like how uh, you know after they capture uh, Philip Seymour mm-hmm. Hoffman, they. And it's just a little, little details come back to me, you know, as we go. Cause again, I haven't seen this one in a little while, but, uh, you know, like they're, they're making the mask and they're, they're doing the, the, the machine, I should say, mm-hmm. is making the mask and doing everything perfect and, and speckling the, the paint and, and just the right tone. It's just, you know, it, it's, it's fun to, you know, see the finished product and then, you know, ripping the mask off, but it's also kind of fun to, uh, see them put it all together too. Yeah, and I, honestly, think, speaking of mask, um, you got to go back maybe to the first one or second one, or maybe even part of the third one, where the characters—it's uh, basically when they show them on TV, it's like, oh, that's uh, an old Tom Cruise. L- luckily, this this the guy that we need to um, look like looks exactly like Tom Cruise with a mustache or something, you know. <laughs> All right, so that was my number four. No. That was my number two. You're number four. Yes. Uh, so my number four this is getting complicated. <laughs> I know. Uh, so next one up the list for me is not counting the one you just saw in theaters. It's the most recent one. That's Fallout uh, number six. Okay. Uh, it, and again, it's kind of right in the middle. I just watched it this week. It is the one with Henry Cavill. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the famous mustache that had to be digitally erased when they went back for reshoots in Justice League. Um but, uh, you know, it, for me, it was f- kind of fun watching Henry Cavill be a, a bad guy. Yes, uh, a we, very good bad guy. We got the introduction to the White Widow, a.k.a. Vanessa Kirby, a.k.a. Susan Storm. Uh, you know, Ving Rhames, Simon Pegg, Tom Cruise, they were all uh, at their best. And, uh, you know, they reached back to Mission Impossible 3 and brought back Michelle Monaghan as, you know, his one time fiance uh so they brought her back and put her back in danger which again brings back this whole swelling of you know uh, emotion for ethan hunt um look i really liked again the action is always 
phenomenal in these movies and the stunts are unreal. Um, this one might be up there just because of, of a little bit of recency bias, but uh, no, I really good stuff. I, so this was, so this is my number two. Okay. Uh, and I saw this yesterday. Nice. Again, I, I, I've seen this one several times. Um, and this is like, I, I had forgotten how good Henry Cavill is as a bad guy. Like, it was almost like if I had seen this movie first and then somebody said, oh, he's going to be actually Superman. I'd be like, what? The bad guy? That's ridiculous. <laughs> you know? And this Some is why... Always the mustache. He, he might be number one or two, number two villain for me uh, okay. with, with Philip Seymour Hoffman. An only reason I say that, I think I think uh, psychologically, I think uh, uh, Philip is, is better. Um, but if you were, to, you know, Tom Cruise versus... Philip Seymour Hoffman, like what Tom Cruise is gonna, you know, or not not Tom Cruise, Ethan Hunt, I will say right. the actual character. Uh, Tom Ethan Hunt just destroys him, you know. But now you have Henry Cavill versus Ethan Hunt. Does. He can more than hold his own. Oh yeah, absolutely, you know. But again, I someone says Philip Seymour Hoffman is the best villain. You, you're absolutely correct. I just, you know, fight wise. Um, so I think that only leaves number three left. Yes, and I think based on process of elimination we have the same number three is it four mission impossible four it is ghost yes. protocol yes and again this this is when they this is one that they've got a good team there um jeremy renner to, enters the franchise jeremy renner enters the franchise by the way he's supposed to he apparently he's under contract for one more now he had that uh, snow plow accident or whatever um so i don't know when he's coming back but he's i think he, he can come back for for one more um yeah, this is this is honestly, and like I, you know, the four, what do I, yeah, four, five, and six, yeah, those for me are, are top three. So mm-hmm. this is this is just another really good one. Uh, this is one I always kind of go back to. Now this is the one I believe because all these kind of blur together and it, and mean that in a good way. But this is the one where he's climbing the tower, right? Or is that five? I think it's it's this one. Is this one Coast because yeah. this is also the one where uh, they're in the Kremlin. Uh, yes. in in Russia in in Moscow there and and he's like slowly like changing the uh, the uh, perspective of mm-hmm. the guards and, and slowly making their way up the hallway which is a crazy yeah. crazy trick uh, you know crazy technology that probably doesn't actually exist no they um, actually did that in that in in real time they actually went to the Kremlin this is all this is a documentary actually oh oh, oh man, that. yeah I'm, I'm surprised that these secret agents right. let film crews around. You would, it's crazy. I don't know why. That's weird. Uh, how come I didn't hear any about that in the news? Like, you know, I could have sworn that watching Fallout, they had Wolf Blitzer on there talking about three warheads <laughs> or, or plutonium clusters well. or whatever. So, uh, yeah, again, in, in, I believe this is the one, too, because this is where they have to go dark. And like they're they're getting uh, Ethan Hunt has given his message in like an a old London record store or something like that yeah um and and so all of a sudden you know the record player starts smoking i always like those little gags about like uh your mission should you choose to accept it and this uh, message will self-destruct in five seconds and all of a sudden you know going back to the first movie uh when the message is self-destructing you have john voight his character at the beginning uh lighting up a cigarette like you know, starting a match on a plane yeah which you know is a different time it was almost yeah. 30 years ago yeah but uh, you know that covers up the uh, the the smoke and on the tape burning. Uh, so no, uh, that was fun. That was a fun little list. Yeah. All right. Well, 
do we i don't know if greg froze or he's just uh, <laughs> that's a great Got you Greg's not talking for five seconds there's something's going on <laughs> hey <laughs> wow that hurt <laughs> all right we're gonna put the countdown on now i bet people are loving this they can just stare into your baby blues There you go. That's our viewership just went up. Well, that was fun. That was the toughest thing I've ever had to do in my life. <laughs> and I've been in the room for three children being born. <laughs> uh, we're going to do more uh, rankings and things like this, uh, folks, in, in the next few weeks. Uh, uh, different and probably only one at a time. Uh, but, you know, we're, we're going to do some fun things, some different things. So uh, make sure that you stick around with us. And if you're joining us for the first time on YouTube, tell your friends, make sure you hit that subscribe button and the little bell so that you get notified uh, when we bring new videos, which is, is going to be more frequently, but probably not every week. You never know. Sometimes I'm tired and sleepy. It's almost 1030. I'm a 41 year old man with gray hair and a fat ass. So I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't know why I had to get that specific, Mike. I'm sorry. It's quite all right. Ladies love uh, it. Well, like debatable. <laughs> uh, so great show, Mike. Thank you for all uh, everything as always. Same, same. All right. Uh, that'll do it for this episode of Nerds United. Uh, and make sure that you check out all the great shows or, or at least the other great show here on uh, the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network, which is My One Two Three Cents. And if you are on YouTube, check out uh, the My One Two Three Cents channel. Kevin Huntsberger does a lot better job putting content up there than we do. And he also has a tickety talk. And I don't understand that. Uh, but that's a that's a Kevin thing. This is a Greg and Mike thing. And uh, we'll see you next time. Here on Nerds United, we remind you each and every week to be kind and rewind. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com.